All right, so I've got a chicken and the egg question for you. What do you do if you want to launch something, you've got some experience, but you don't have any hard results to back up what you want to talk about? Well, I want to talk about three different kinds of stories you could potentially use in that situation. Welcome to Storytelling Secrets. This is the podcast for coaches, consultants, and course creators who want to unlock their core stories and use the stories to sell more online. It's a place to master persuasion and influence so you can build a deep relationship with your audience. And it's a place where real-world marketing strategies, tips, and lessons are shared freely. If that interests you, then you're in the right place. Hi, I'm Jules Dan, and I've battled my way from being a broke group fitness instructor to a full-time, in-demand, freelance email copywriter. Now, I'm ready to get to work. Follow along on my journey as I share my everyday hard-won lessons. I'm Jules Dan, and this is Storytelling Secrets. Hey, yo. Welcome back to Storytelling Secrets, the podcast to help you connect with Sway and ultimately sell more with your stories online. I'm Jules Dan. Thank you for being patient with me for my little hiatus. Um, We're back, though. Um, And as promised, I'm going to do a solo show on a Monday where I talk about the journey with you and some things mixed with storytelling, some things mixed with uh, marketing, personal development, if that's what you're really into. This week... I have touched on this specific uh, topic before, but it, it just keeps getting great feedback from the marketplace and I just had to share it with you. So uh, on Friday, I got a, a lovely message from a client. Her name is Anna... Uh, fuck, I really needed to practice this before coming on air. Anna Paraskevos from Kraken Digital. So I did some emails for them probably about a year ago and I've spoken a lot around this topic of it was for a uh, property development company and that sequence maybe 850k as in terms of result for a client. Um, and obviously I'm super stoked, used a lot of storytelling, very simple email funnel um, and I actually got a message from them the other day and it was got some awesome news for you. Your email sequence is now helping generate 1 million investors each month for real property advice. Great work, mate. I'm like, holy crap, a million a month. Like, This is a damn good funnel then and it hasn't actually done that much. All it is, just to bring up to speed if you have zero context, um, people land on a Facebook ad. It has some basic copy on it. Then what happens is it sends them to a lead generation form, which is put your name, email, and number in there. Then they get put into this email sequence that I wrote. Now, in this email sequence, this is a newish company. These guys had come from different background, uh, different property development backgrounds, and then they just came into this new company. Uh, they created this new company, and they'd worked for other people before. So... Um, if you're in this situation to say like, I don't know if it's exactly the same, but let's just say you're creating a new offer and you don't have any hard testimonials, um, but, but you do have some experience behind you to back up some credibility and, and stuff like that, and you know the market like a back in hand, I think today's podcast is going to really help you out because, okay, some of the things that made this thing work really well, despite not having, I was kind of a bit apprehensive at the start, like, guys, we don't have any hard return on investment figures to showcase this. And they're like, yeah, well, you're going to have to just figure something else out. <laughs> so I had to, obviously. Um, and 
the thing that I decided, the angle to fall on in this case was how are we different? What's our USP? You've heard this before. Um, it's not what's it's not necessarily new features or benefits. It's how you do things differently. Um, and, and thankfully, the bar wasn't set very high inside of the uh, property development market in Australia. Uh, I may have touched on this before, but it's uh, it, it was kind of like the Wild West 20 years ago. Just people just, uh, I don't know, very, very dodgy things going on, people losing a lot of money, projects just falling off the backside, investors just kept in the dark. Um, it was hard to find a really good property developer and actually get someone who was being acting in the best interest of the client. Um, and the thing is that um, because everyone knew that, uh, every other property development company in Australia was 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 pitching that, being like, we put you first. But the, in actual fact, they didn't put them first. So <laughs> I listed out all the different things that we could sell against. Now, this is the thing, that the three stories that I used that I found, I don't have the specific results for each email, but um, there's a common theme that I went through. I'm like, oh, okay, so a lot of these stories are just, they're selling against other people or they're selling against other companies or they're selling against bad uh bad practices and stuff like that. So I'll give you an example. Um, so I've got people, I've got behaviors, and I've got just practices. Um, so the first one is people, selling against people. Now, I'm not selling against a, a specific person, but there was one email where we talked about who shouldn't come on the call, and one of them was opportunity seekers, um, tie kickers, that sort of thing, and then reassuring the person that you know, you're not going to get on the phone with somebody who is running onto stage, running onto the stage like a property guru that you normally see with Eye of the Tiger blaring in the background, you know, chest pumping, high-fiving everyone and then promising everyone to get rich, okay? Just painting that picture, it's exactly who, who we're not, that's not exactly who we're not and we do not want to deal with the types of people um, that are, you know, associated with going to those sort of events, um, so that's the first sort of person we're selling against and really painting that vivid image. I spent a good paragraph or two just describing it just, just to give them some instant clarity. Um, the second story that I went to that sold against was... Now, obviously, this is you, you need to find this specific to your market. What's everyone doing? You know, they, they get away with... It's not necessarily bad... You can't really prove that it's something wrong, but you could easily sell against. Oh, here's an example. So, in the Australian property development market, uh, when investors pull together all this money to um, develop a home, they put some money set aside so that if something unexpected happens, then they dip into that fund so that they can put out the fires, basically. However, most companies, what happens is that at the end of the project, they will pretend that something did happen and falsify it and then take all that extra payment back where it's it's supposed to go back to the investors. Yeah. So what happens is that um, I created a story how um, it's in their like it's it's in their contract that they have to be one showing them transparency of all the things that are happening and we show them proof of how that would happen with like open bank transactions um 
all the accounts, that sort of thing. And then explaining how, you know, most of the time these people are going to get an extra check in the mail because of this thing that other companies pretend that that they've got this extra money stashed away. But what was really happening is that um, <laughs> they're just pocketing for themselves. So that's another example. And the third one is my favorite, and this is a horror story, and I love to do horror stories. Uh, and this one was highly based on um, the feedback that I got from the guys I was working with. Um, a lot of the people who were get, they were getting on the phone with were all saying, uh, is there a sunset clause in this? Is there a sunset clause? Now, you probably have no idea what I'm talking about. The lesson here is that uh, your market has the answers. So there's a ho- obviously a bunch of different horror stories that you could go into. So for instance, getting burned by someone who didn't deliver results or going into a coaching program and the person was antagonizing and uh, judgmental, whereas they had this different facade on the outside. I don't know. Okay. This is where you need to go back through the Storytelling Secrets archives. Have a look at this episode with I did with um, real client interview something like that and I walk through how you sort of find these answers um, let me actually just find that episode for you right now all right so I got it here it's published I don't have episode numbers because as you probably know it takes up a lot of space on there but episode uh, August 9th 2021 suck out stories out of suck out out of suck stories out of your clients and turn them into story selling emails live call with a client Go back to that episode and have a listen of how you would actually talk to a customer to figure out these answers. What are those top pain points that you know, you know, it goes deeper than just Reddit or some thread or anything like that. Then once you figure that out as a theme, you'll want to then create a horror story. Um, but Jules, I don't have any horror stories of that I can think of. Well, what I actually did was that first I just figured out this is the pain point we need to talk about. Then I just went to Google and typed in sunset clause horror story. Now for you, it could be coaching program horror story. It could be um, Facebook ad horror story. It could be uh, LinkedIn messaging horror story. I don't know, but it's so easy to find it with Google. As long as you just find the pain point plus um, horror story, go to Google and then um, that's the premise for the email. Obviously, you're not just going to regurgitate that that uh, that's, that little, what am I trying to, I trying to say here? You're not trying to find, you're not trying to regurgitate that uh, article online. <laughs> that's the word I was really searching for right there. Article, Jules, article. Um, yeah. So, then what you want to do is bring up you know a lot of so like for instance let me just press a pause email and I'll because this can be be told the right way and it can be told the wrong way and it just really turns people off so let me just read you the lead for this email okay I've said this before but it's such a good template it's like don't be the next blank victim so the subject line is don't be the next sunset clause victim what ha- so here's the lead what here's some of the most common questions i get about property development every day what happens if it doesn't sell what happens if the project falls over how long is my money tied up in the project these are critical questions you need to answer before you partner with us it's something i cover in greater detail and i have free and obligation straight uh, straight to the director strategy call 
blah, 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 pitch. Um, however, whether you choose to hop on the call or not, understand this, do your homework if the developer's contract has a sunset clause. And then I go on to describe um, the horror story of what happens and then the problem that's going on because of this and then how they're different and then back up with some sort of client giving you some, I know this, this only situation I say this, client giving you praise that you are, you do have integrity that you wouldn't do something like that. Okay. Ideal world, we have a testimonial that directly answers that, but as long as you bring up the problem, you know it better than the than the, the prospect you're talking to, how you would solve it and back it up with some other sort of praise testimonial. Um, that's how I do it. Okay, so to wrap up today's episode, there are three kinds of uh, stories, particularly that you want to be selling against other different things. So first one is a person, a type of person in your industry. The next is a behavior that goes on. Um, <laughs> I, guess, I guess the other two are behaviors. Um, when, I, when I really think about it, there's a people and behaviors that are going on. So for this one, it was cringy Eye of the Tiger speakers. It was extra payments in people's bank accounts and there was the sunset clause. Go out there, brainstorm, go out and talk to your clients, go to, go back to uh, the episode on August 9th, 2021, suck out stories out of your clients and turn them into story selling emails. Check out how to do that. That's it for this week. Hope you enjoyed the episode with me, Jules Dan. I'll see you next week. Bye for now.